The following shear has been presented by Rav Moshe Zev Granik, member of the Beis Havad Dayanus Koilel, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for marital or familial matters, call the Evan Ezer Division at 1-888-485-VAAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. The Psukim in Parshas Masay, the Torah talks about the borders of Eretz Yisrael. The Torah talks about in great detail exactly what are the borders of Eretz Yisrael on each side, where, from which city, from how you calculate exactly the gvulus of the uh, gvulus of Eretz. Why does the Torah write the borders of Eretz Yisrael? So Rashi says, the fishaharbi mitzvah noigis ba'aretz ve'ei noigis b'chutz l'aretz. Rashi says that why do we have to know exactly where Eretz Yisrael is? The Torah has to write the, the borders where the borders of Eretz Yisrael are, because there are certain mitzvahs that are unique that can only be performed in Eretz Yisrael. Like Mishnah says that there are mitzvahs that tuis ba'aretz, mitzvahs of uh, that have to do with things that grow from the ground, taking off trumas or meisres. And all those, uh, sordid mitzvahs are things that, uh, per, that, uh, that the, the, the Torah says are only mechuyiv to do those mitzvahs in Eretz Yisrael. So since there are those mitzvahs that are, can only be performed in Eretz Yisrael, so we have to know where exactly is Eretz Yisrael. So for that, we need the border of Eretz Yisrael. And the Torah has to write the border. To teach you, so very straightforward, seemingly, the Rashi says that the Torah has to tell you where the borders of Eretz Yisrael are, so you should know where you are in these mitzvahs, like Chumas and and other mitzvahs, Shemitah, all these mitzvahs that are limited to Eretz Yisrael, so you have to know where the borders are, so you know if you are obligated in these mitzvahs or not. The problem is that what Rashi says that that the mitzvahs atluiz varitz, such as trumas and meisres, only apply within the borders of Eretz Yisrael. The problem is that al pi what Rashi said is not really true. In Rebel Chol and Wasserman in Kavitz Laaris Sim Samach Beis, Rebbe asked the Kasha in Sifkot and Gimel, since I'm going to Sifkot and Gimel, he asked this kasha, that, first of all, if you look in the Psukim, in in the parish over here, the Pasuk only talks about the area of Eretz Yisrael, and that area starts from the west, the border is the Yamakal, on the east, he says that the border is the Yardin, that goes into the Yamamalach, that's the eastern border of Eretz Yisrael. Now that in area that border excludes the what we what's known as Aver Hayarden. The Aver Hayarden is the other side, the eastern side of the Yarding. And we know from the from Pashis Matis, the Psukim that say that that area of Aver Hayarden was given to Klaisro. The Khan Kalisro conquered it from Sichan and Oig, and it was divided, it was given to the Shvatim of Ruvin God and half of Shavit Menashe. In fact there are uh, many Mishnais, it's clear, the halacha is, that that, that area of Eva Haryardin has the status of Eretz Yisrael, Minhat regarding 
the mitzvahs at Tzluis Baritz, regarding the mitzvahs of Trumas and Meisers, it's Mufurish and Mishnais and Shvius, that there is Shemitah and Ever Hayarni, it's Ferish and Mishnah, and all the other halachas of mitzvahs, the mitzvah, all those mitzvahs that, 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 what to do with things that grow from the ground, all those mitzvahs apply equally in Menatera and Ever Hayarni, just like they do in Eretz Yisro. So, it's a big problem. Rashi's saying, the Torah wrote these borders to tell you, inside the borders, that's where the mitzvahs, the tulis ba'aretz, you have to keep them. But outside the borders, not. It's not true. In Eber Yardin, you also have to keep, you also have to keep all these mitzvahs. And more than, more than that, another kasha, is that it's clear from the Gemara, in many places, and the Rambam writes this, in the beginning of Hilchus Trumas, the Ram writes this in Hilchus, Hilchus Beis Abachira, Perik Vov, Perik Zayin. The halacha is that Eretz Yisrael is, there's din mitzvahs that please Baritz, there are mitzvahs that are only knowing in Eretz Yisrael, but they're not automatically knowing in Eretz Yisrael. For instance, the mitzvah of Trumas and Maisras, any food that grows, in uh, most foods, not every food, but most foods that grow in Eretz Yisrael, the halacha is that when they grow, you have a chiv to separate chuma, you have a mitzvah bikurim, you have a mitzvah take off chuma, give it to the kind, mitzvah take off maizah risha, maizah sheni, maizah rani. There's a long list of all these mitzvahs that you are, uh, that uh, you are mechuyiv in Eretz Yisrael. These are mitzvah tzuliz barats. So, if you take Rashi at face value, it would seem that any time anything grows within the Buiz borders, in Eretz Yisrael, it's chayiv in the mitzvahs, all these mitzvahs of Trumas and Maishas. Shouldn't make a difference what uh, what else is going on in Eretz Yisrael. Shouldn't make a difference whether people live in Eretz Yisrael, whether all of Klai Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael, or Klai Yisrael is in Golis. Whatever's inside the border is chayiv in Trumas and Maishas. The truth is that the Gemara says in many places, that Eretz Yisrael needs to be Niskadish. Eretz Yisrael needs Kedusha. Eretz Yisrael, there's a certain element of Kedusha that it has automatically, but in order to have this, these halachas apply, the halachas of Chubis and Isis and all these other halachas, it's not automatic that Eretz Yisrael has these dinim. Eretz Yisrael only has these halachas of Chubis and Isis when B'nai Yisrael come to Eretz Yisrael and they do something to give Eretz Yisrael Kedusha. The Ramam writes in the Chazbeis Abichira, that, that Eretz Yisrael had Kedusha at two points. There was, when Eklai Yisrael first went to Eretz Yisrael, it was conquered by Yehoshua, like it says in the, 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 the it says in Sefer Yeshua, but when Yisrael went into Eretz Yisrael, through conquering the land, the Kibush of Eretz Yisrael, that's what gave it Kedusha. Later on, the Rambam says, Eklai Yisrael went to Golis, they left Eretz Yisrael, and the Kedusha was bottled. The Kedusha was cancelled, there was no Kedusha anymore. They came back in Bayesheni. Ezra was Mikadash Eretz Yisrael. And there is the Ramam says they weren't Mikadash through conquering it. There the Ramam says that the way they were, the way the Kedusha, Eretz Yisrael got Kedusha was through, he says, Chazaka, the fact that they sat and they lived on the land. So there's a way to conquer, there's a way to give Eretz Yisrael Kedusha through conquering it. There's a way to give Eretz Yisrael Kedusha through Chazaka. The truth is that there is a big sugi in the Gemara of Kedusha Rishon, the Kedusha Shait, the Kedusha there are those who say that Eretz Yisrael's Kedusha, once it was niskadish by Yeshua, the times of Yeshua, the Kedusha stays forever. And there are Shittas in the Gemara that say that the Kedusha does not stay forever. The Kedusha can become bottle, like the Rambam says, that after Klai Yisrael went into Golos, the Kedusha was bottle. 
But that's clear that before B'nai Yisrael went to Eretz Yisrael, there was no obligation of all the mitzvahs of Tzulis Baritz, of Chumus and In fact, the Gemara says that the first 14 years after they went to Eretz Yisrael, there was no obligation to take of Chumus and The Gemara says clearly, Gemara in Zlochem and in Ksubis, and all the, a bunch of places, the Gemara says that for the first 14 years after they went to Eretz Yisrael, there was no Chiv to take of Chumus and all mitzvah Tzulis Baritz, because... There was no Kedushi yet. The first seven years they were busy conquering Eretz Yisrael. The second seven years they were busy dividing Eretz Yisrael amongst all the Shvatim. And the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael did not, did not begin. And it was only afterwards that there was a Kedusha. So we say that during those first 14 years there was no Din of Chumas and So it's not automatic that the Mitzvah Atuiz Ba'aretz Applying Eretz Yisrael. Only after there is a Kedusha that the Kalah Yisrael was in Eretz Yisrael Kedusha and there are Mikadashit, that's when there is a mitzvah, there is a, uh, the mitzvah that twins Ba'aretz are naik. So if that's the case, then how could Rashi say for Dover Pashit that anything that's inside the border is Chayib and Shumas and and anything that's outside the border is Pashit and Shumas What happens if Kalah Yisrael Conquers part of Eretz Yisrael, and they give kedusha to part of Eretz Yisrael, but they don't give kedusha to the rest of Eretz Yisrael. So then, the parts that have kedusha have chumas and and the parts that don't have kedusha don't have chumas and Even though the 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 area that the, the, this whole area that the Torah says are on the borders of Eretz Yisrael, part of that area inside the border will be chayving in in chumas and part will not be chayv. And in fact. The Gemara says, and Mishnai say, that, that this is, a, this actually happened during the second Mesa Migdash. In the second Mesa Migdash, when they came up from the Golos of Bavel, it says that there was an area that was conquered, or was settled, by the Bnei Yisrael in the second Mesa Migdash. It's called the Kibush of Oile Bavel. And the Gemara says that the area that was, that was settled, inhabited by the Oile Bavel, was not as large as the area that was settled or conquered by the Oile Mitzrayim. So the Mishnah says that there's um, places that are called Kibush of Oile Bavel, and there are places that are called Kibush Oile Mitzrayim, that were not conquered and not settled by the Oile Bavel, and therefore they had Kiddusha the first time around, in the, by Yisrishin, the first time Mechalaisa was in Eretzrol, those areas had Kiddusha, but the second time they did not have Kiddusha. So here we have a big problem. The fact that any, an area is within the borders of Eretzral does not necessarily mean that there's a chiv to take of Chumus and Meisers, and that there is an automatic chiv of all mitzvahs parts. You need Kedusha. If it has Kedusha, it's chiv. If it doesn't have Kedusha, it's potter. So how could Rashi say that it's automatically chiv mitzvahs parts? What are you going to say? We'll say that True that you that in any area in Israel is not chayim and chumas and ma'isrus or mitzvahs at least barats until you give it kedusha. But Rashi is telling you which areas give kedusha. If I go and conquer areas in Eretz Yisrael, then they get kedusha, and then the chayim and mitzvahs at least barats. But if I go conquer a random land, a random uh, piece of land that's not included in the borders that the Torah says, then it does not have kedusha, and then there is no mitzvah mitzvahs at least barats, and there is no chumas and ma'isrus. So this would be a good shot, and this would be a way to understand Rashi. The problem with this explanation is that it's not true, because that's also clear, and the Ramam says this clearly, that if Klai Yisrael, or a king of Klamelech of Yisrael, goes and conquers a, an, another land, he goes and conquers territory outside Eretz Yisrael, 
then it's possible that even land outside Eretz Yisrael could get the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, through, if, they, if it's conquered properly. And since it gets Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, now it gets the status of Eretz Yisrael, Legabe, all the dinam of Mitzvah Tzuyis Baritz. In fact, there are Sugis and Shas that talk about Surya, the Gemara in uh, the Gemara in Gittin in the first part talks at length about Surya. Surya is the area of north of Eretz Yisrael. It's uh, part area, part of areas of Syria that was conquered by David by David and Malach. And the Gemara has a discussion whether these areas were con- that were conquered by David, they whether they have kedusha or not. And the Gemara has different reasons. This is discussion in the Gemara of Kibushachid, Kibush, Kibush, whether it should have Kedusha or shouldn't have Kedusha. But what's clear from the Gemara is that if done right, if it's conquered the right way, it will have Kedusha, and then it will Chayv and Shubis and just like Eretz Yisro. So once it's, that's the case, so then the Iker, the determining factor, the determining characteristic of whether an area has the mitzvahs of Tuiz is not whether it's within the borders that the Torah says. The determining factor is whether it was conquered, or whether it was settled, whether it has Kedusha. If it was settled and it has Kedusha, then even if it's, then, then even if it's outside the borders of Eritzrael, it'll have the mitzvah Tuiz If it's not settled, if it's not conquered, then it doesn't have the dinam of mitzvah Tuiz even if it's within the borders. So what's Rashi talking about? Wagabi, what halacha? Where is it in the Gea? To know, to the, that we have to, should have to know exactly where the borders of Eretzral are. Why should it be Negea? So, the truth is, that we can suggest a Mahalach in Rashi. And in fact, I found that there is a Sefer Mishnah Yosef on the Sechashvius, in Paragvav, his Akdama, the Paragvav has an arichus about the halachas of the borders of Eretz Yisrael. And over there, in that, in that, uh, in that Akdama, he quotes a sefer called Tuas Haaretz that was written by one of the Tamil Chachamim that lived. He was originally from Germany, he moved to Eretz Yisrael, um, in the late 19th century. Uh, his name was Rav Yehosef Schwarz. And he wrote a sefer called Tfuas Haaretz, where he discusses, part of the sefer discusses exactly where the borders of Eretz Yisrael are, using uh, cities and towns and markers that were available at his time. And uh, he tried to figure out exactly where the borders of Halach Lamaisa, where the borders of Eretz Yisrael are. So this entire sefer was written about the uh, borders of Eretz Yisrael. So he writes over there, at least it's quoted by the Mishnah Zayavitz, the Mishnah Zayavitz, I'm sorry, Mishnah Yosef, Mishnah Yosef says like this. He says that, we, we said that Eretz Yisrael only has mitzvah tuiz ba'aretz if there is a kiddush. If there was some kiddusha, you created kiddusha by, by, by whatever you create kiddusha, and through that kiddusha, that's where Eretz Yisrael now becomes chayv mitzvah tuiz ba'aretz. The Rambam says, how do you create the Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael? So the Rambam says that the first place, the first, the first time they went in, by times of Yeshua, the way they created the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael was through Kibush, through conquering Eretz Yisrael. And the second time they created the Kedusha through Chazaka. Through Chazaka is the fact that they showed ownership, they walked over these, the area in Eretz Yisrael, and that's how they were, that's how they were kind of it, and that's how they gave it Kedusha. So the question is like this. 
in order for Eretzol to get Kedusha, do you have to do this action of either Kibush, conquering it, or Chazaka, to every single square inch of Eretz Yisrael? That means that when I do a Kibush, a, an action of conquering this field, this area, that gives Kedusha to this area. Then I move over to the next field and I conquer the next area. And then I conquer the third area and the fourth area and the fifth area. So I have to do a specific kibush or a specific chazaka on every square inch of Eretz Yisrael in order for it to get kedusha, or maybe no. Maybe you don't have to actually. We don't actually find that uh, Kla Yisrael uh, moved and walked over every single square inch of Eretz Yisrael. In fact, it does say in the Pesukim in Yeshua that there were certain cities that uh, they 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 didn't conquer. Or cities that they actually, uh, they, they, the cities that surrendered, cities of the government that surrendered and they paid some taxes. It's not 100% clear that Kla Yisrael actually physically walked or physically, um, conquered every single area of Eretz Yisrael in order for it to get Kedusha. So it's very possible to say that by doing a Kedusha, a Kedush, doing a Maisa that gives Kedusha to part of Eretz Yisrael, that in itself, the fact that I did a Kiddush, that automatically gives Kiddusha to the entire Eretz Yisrael. That means that the Kiddush of Eretz Yisrael is all or nothing. By doing an action that's Mekadish Eretz Yisrael, you Mekadish all of Eretz Yisrael at once. And if you don't do a Kiddush, then there's no Kiddush. So it's either all or nothing. So if you look, if you understand that the, the Kiddush of Eretz Yisrael, the way your Mekadish Eretz Yisrael is, that your Mekadish the entire Eretz Yisrael by doing an action on Mikzas, on part of Eretz Yisrael. So then we understand Rashi makes a lot of sense. Because Rashi is saying, I went ahead and I went into Eretz Yisrael. And Eretz Yisrael doesn't have Mitzvah to Yisbaret until I did a Kiddush. So fine, so now I did a Kiddush on, on part of Eretz Yisrael. How much of, how, how, how much of an area got Kiddush? You're right, if I go and I conquer a different land, so then I actually have to physically conquer the entire land, and if I don't actually walk over the entire land, I don't physically conquer the entire land, then there is no Kiddusha. But that's other areas. Eretz Yisrael doesn't work like that. In Eretz Yisrael, by doing a Kiddush, a Kibush, on Mikzas, and part of Eretz Yisrael, that automatically is Mikadish, the whole thing. And that's what Rashi means. That Rashi is saying that in Megabi Mitzvah, at least Baritz, so long as you do a Kiddush on a little bit, so then you don't have to physically walk over the entire Eretz Yisrael. That would be a Gevald Gibshat and Rashi. The truth is that it's not so simple that this is this is that this Pshat is true. It could be in Rashi. Rashi is true. It makes a lot of sense, but it's very likely that there are other Rishonim that disagree. And these Rishonim say that Yitaka have to uh, you that that a kiddush on Eretz Yisrael on a mixus of Eretz Yisrael, is only Mikadish that area. You want to be Mikadish Eretz Yisrael, then you have to be Mikadish each and every area separately, and I and, and therefore I could be, make a Kiddush on half of Eretz Yisrael and leave the other half. I'll have a Kiddush on this area, not a Kiddush on the other area. The Rambam writes in Hilchus Trumas, Paragalaf Allah Zayin, where the Rambam is discussing the halachas of of er, of of Eretz Yisrael, the halachas of which areas in Eretz Yisrael are chayiv in Shumas and Meisers. So the Rambam says, "Ezehi Eretz Shechziku Ba'Elu Mitzrayim." We said before 
that there are areas that were conquered the second time around, that were inhabited by Klai Yisrael, the second, the second base of Migdush, but the first, that, that, uh, that, but in the second base of Migdush, they didn't go, they didn't go over the, all the areas that was conquered the first time. So the Rambam says, what are the areas that were included the first time? Areas that were conquered by the Oil Mitzrayim, which is the first time when Yeshua went into Eretz Yisrael. So the Rambam quotes a Mishnah, Mishnah says in Gittin on the base of when the Mishnah is discussing the Mishnah over there in Gittin says that if somebody, the, the Chazal made a Takono, that when you bring a get from outside Eretz Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael, you have to say, Shliach brings a get, he has to say, And the Mishnah says, so what's Eretz Yisrael? So the Mishnah says that if you are east of the city of Rechem, that's already outside Eretz Yisrael. Um, or if you are Me'ashkeloin Nadorim, if you are south of Ashkelon, that's outside Eretz Yisrael. Or if you're south, or north of Akkoi, Akkoi Litzofin, that is out, out of Eretz Yisrael. But everything within that is in Eretz Yisrael. So the Mishnah itself is talking about a Takana de Rabbonon. So Takana de Rabbonon, that, that, that the Mishnah itself doesn't show us that these are the actual borders of Eretz Yisrael regarding a Mitzvah Menatera, regarding Mitzvah Menatera. However, the Rambam, when the Rambam is discussing the the what Truma, where Ram is discussing the areas that have Kedusha because they were conquered the first time around by the early Moil Mitzrayim, he says, from Rekem in the east all the way to the Yamagodo to the Mediterranean Ocean, which is the western border of Eretz Yisrael, and from north to south, he says, without north rather, he says, from Ashkelon in the south to Akoi in the north. So the Ramam uses these these uh, these markers as the defining factor of the border of Eretz Yisrael, or what's considered Eretz Yisrael that was conquered by the Eilim Mitzrayim. So what do you see from here? The borders that the Rambam says here are not the borders that it says in the Pesach. They're not the borders of Parshas Masay. The Rambam over here is saying that there is a difference between the borders of the area, the land that's called Eretz Yisrael, and the land that was actually conquered even the first time around. We know the second time around, they didn't go as far as the first time. But you would think maybe the first time around, they conquered all of Eretz Yisrael. The Rambam says no. The Rambam says even the first time, they didn't conquer the entire Eretz Yisrael. And not only did they not conquer the entire Eretz Yisrael, the, 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 the entire Eretz Yisrael didn't even get Kedusha. Because the Rambam is telling me to tell you which areas of Eretz Yisrael have Kedusha, and he says clearly that it stops at Rechem, it stops at Ashkelon, it stops at Akoi, even though the borders of Eretz Yisrael go past these areas. So you see clearly from the Rambam, this deek is made by Rishleim Zalman Arbach, in his Sefer Madani Oretz, on, uh, on his Sefer Madani Oretz, on Hilchus Trumas. So on this halacha, in Hilchus Trumas, Paragraph Halacha Zayin, Rishleim Zalman says, you see clearly you see clearly over here that the Kibush of Eilim Mitzrayim was limited and did not extend to the entire Eretz Yisrael. Which means that you can't say that when you do a Kiddush on part of Eretz Yisrael, the entire Eretz Yisrael gets Kiddush automatically. Because if that were the case, then the entire Eretz Yisrael, till the borders, would get Kiddush. So you see that the Ram disagrees with Rashi. Even if we admit that we would say we, that, that Rashi, in Rashi, the Pshad is by doing a Kiddush on part of Eretz Yisrael, that automatically gives the entire Eretz Yisrael Kedusha. Nevertheless, the Rambam says not. The Rambam says that when you do the Kedusha on Eretz Yisrael, like they did by the Eilu Mitzrayim, that only works for the areas that they were Mekadish, it does not work for the rest of Eretz, the, the rest of Eretz Yisrael. The Shalom also brings the Kaftar Beferach, 
that says, or even though it's true, that the the Eulah Mitzrayim, the, right, the Ramam says, did not conquer the entire Israel. The Kafter Ferak writes that eventually Klai Yisrael did conquer all the areas that are included in the borders of Yisrael. He says it was finished at the time of Shleim HaMelech. It took a couple hundred years, and after that time, by the time of Shleim HaMelech, the, they were able to conquer, they had the ability to conquer all the area that was included in the borders. But that much you see, that the Kedusha went in steps. Because in the times of Yeshua, where they didn't conquer the entire Eretz Yisrael, only that area got Kedusha. Later on, the Kaftar Farah says, when they conquered more, then more got Kedusha. But we don't say that the areas that are today doing a, a, a Kibush on part of Eretz Yisrael, they're automatically Mikadish the entire Eretz Yisrael. So what we have over here, is, would seem to be a Machloikis Rishon, would seem to be a Machloikis between Rashi and the Rambam. Rashi would seem to say that a Kiddush on part of Eretz Yisrael is Mikadish the entire Eretz Yisrael. And the Rambam seems to say, no, a Kiddush on part of Eretz Yisrael is only Mikadish part of Eretz Yisrael. It's not Mikadish the entire, the entire Eretz Yisrael. Now as an aside, there is a, the Gemara, we've mentioned the Gemara before, that the Gemara says that the first 14 years that Klai Yisrael was in Eretz Yisrael, there was no obligation to take off Chumas and Maestras. So the Gemara says, why not? Why was no obligation to take off Chumas and Maestras? So at some point during the seven, uh, the 14 years, Eretz Yisrael was in Eskadish. We said Eretz Yisrael got Kedusha because it was conquered. But the Gemara says that the first seven years, they needed to conquer Eretz Yisrael. The second seven years, after they conquered Eretz Yisrael, was Chalukah it was divided, they had to divide Eretz Yisrael amongst all the twelve Shvatim, to know who got which area. So, and the Gemara brings a Pesach that says, actually the Gemara to bring it, but the Rishonim bring a Pesachim that say, that until the Yerusha Yeshiva, until the settling of Eretz Yisrael was done, there's no obligation to take off Chumas and Maestras. So it could very well be that the Kedush already started after they finished conquering Eretz Yisrael, which is only seven years in, not 14 years, but they still have to wait another 7 years because of the settling of Eretz Yisrael was not done. The question is, how do we know, where do we get this number of 14 years? Shavish Shekovshu, Shavish Shekholku, where do we get these numbers from? So the Gemara says in Zvachim that Shavish Shekovshu is, is, is learned out of a Pasuk. The Gemara learns out from based on a Pasuk that says clearly exactly how old, it says how, how old Kali was when he sent, uh, when Meraglim, he was one of Meraglim sent by Moshe Rabbeinu, it says how old he was at the time when they finished conquering Eretz Yisrael, and you see based on the, 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 based on the math, that there was seven years that they spent conquering Eretz Yisrael. So far, so we know there was seven years. Conquering Eretz Yisrael took seven years. How do we know that dividing Eretz Yisrael took seven years? So the Gemara says it's a svar. The Gemara says it makes sense logically that if it took seven years to conquer Eretz Yisrael, it takes seven years to divide Eretz Yisrael. As that's what the Gemara says in Zvachim, in the last parak. So the kasha is, obvious kasha is, what kind of svara is that? Why does that make sense? It takes seven years to fight battles, they have to fight wars, and conquer Eretz Yisrael. How long does it take to divide Eretz Yisrael? You take a map, and uh, you figure out, uh, you have to figure out, you have to divide it into 12 pieces, and figure out why, why, now it could be it's complicated, you have to figure out, uh, everyone has to get the area of equal value, how do you have to evaluate every piece of land, and figure out how to divide it into 12 equal parts. Fine. I understand that it's not so simple. It might take, it might, it's not something that you can finish in one day just after drawing a map. But why does, why does that correlate 
to why why do the seven why do the the, the Chalukas arts have to correlate to the Kibush arts? Maybe it should take five years. Maybe it should take eight years. Why does the Gemara say it's a svaro that it makes sense? If it took seven years to conquer, it took seven years to divide. Why does one depend on the other? So I saw I once saw a pshat that says, someone said that the reason that why it takes so long is that why did it take so long to conquer Yitzchak? Why did it take seven years to conquer Yitzchak? Because they had to physically go. Hashem helped them, they were able to conquer Yitzchak, but they had to physically walk over Yitzchak to conquer it. So he said that to divide it, you also, you, the, the, the Chalukah Sa'aretz was that they were they were walking over the entire Yitzchak to give it Kedusha. And you can't just give Kedusha by walking over a little bit. You have to walk over the entire Yitzchak. So this Chalukah Sa'aretz was the, was the act of giving the Kedusha to the entire Yitzchak. They took just as long, just, just like we see, it took seven years to walk over all, all Yitzchak to conquer it. They had to walk again over the entire Yitzchak in order to give it Kedusha. But this is all based on the assumption like the Rambam, that a, a, a Kiddush on part of Yitzchak is not Mikdash, the entire thing. If you learn like Rashi, then we'll have to come up with a different answer to this kash. Now, the Allah is like this. One of the things that are considered mitzvah to bar, it's one of the mitzvahs that are mitzvahs that, that uh, are dependent on things that grow from the ground, is the mitzvah of Arla. Torah says that... Whenever you plant a fruit tree, whenever you plant a tree, Torah says in Parshas Kedoshim, Shaloshanim Yulacham Arelim. First three years after you plant a fruit tree, you're not allowed to eat any of the fruit that grows on the tree. This is the mitzvah in the Torah that's called Arl. Now the Gemara says that even though Arl is a mitzvah tui baritz, obviously it depends on things that grow. Nevertheless, the Gemara says Arla is an exception to the rule, and Arla, the mitzvah of Arla, applies in Chutzlaretz as well. So if you plant a tree, even in Chutzlaretz, the halacha is you're not allowed to eat any of the fruit that grows the first three years. However, the Gemara says in Kiddushin Lamed Zayin, uh, there is a nafkimina. There's a difference between the halachas of Arla and Eretz Yisrael and the halachas of Arla and Chutzlaretz. And that is when I have a tree that I'm not sure, not sure how old the tree is, if you plant the tree yourself, you know how old it is. But let's say you find a random tree. You have no idea how old it is. Maybe it's less than three years old. Maybe it is three years old. You can't tell. So that is a Suffolk Arlo. The halacha is that a Suffolk, usually the, the halacha is when you have a Suffolk about a deraisa. We say Suffolk deraisa l'chumra. If you're not sure whether it's Arlo, whether it's not Arlo, in Arlo you're not allowed to eat. So the halacha should be that you're not allowed to eat it. So you, the halacha should be and this is the halacha in Eretz Yisrael, that if you have a tree, you're not allowed to eat any fruit from a tree unless you can verify, unless you know for sure that it, the tree is more than three years old. However, the Gemara says in Chutz Laretz, the halacha of Arla is not as strict as the as Arla in Eretz Yisrael. And even though a Suffolk Arla in Eretz Yisrael is also, but a Suffolk Arla in Chutz Laretz is mutter. The Gemara says that Arlen Chutzlaretz is not included in the Pasuk. Arlen Chutzlaretz is only Halacha L'Moshim Sinai, And therefore, the Halacha is that we are more lenient by Arlen and Chutzlaretz than we are in Eretz Yisrael. So then, that, that, so that bottom line is that the Halacha of Arlen and Chutzlaretz and Arlen Eretz Yisrael are not the same, are not the same. That's a clear Halacha. Now, the discussion is, what's the Halacha, Halacha of Arlen and Eretz Yisrael Bizman Hazeh? That is a big discussion if Bizman Hazeh um, the obligation to take off Trumas and Mises in Eretz Yisrael, is that Menhat Torah or not? 
Now we said that the obligation that you have is not just dependent on whether you're married to Israel, it's dependent on other things. It's dependent on whether the land has Kedusha. The Rambam learns that taking off Chumus and is dependent on, or Minatayra at least, is dependent on the, if most of Klaiso lives in Eretz Yisrael. There are other conditions that have to be met in order for the Chiv Chumus and to be Minatayra. So therefore, many Rishonim hold, including the Rambam, that Bizman Hazer, Chumus and even though there is a Chiv to take off Chumus and in Eretz Yisrael, but that Chiv is only Midrabon. So the Mishnah Melech in Ochus Machol, the Surah's Perakir Alacha Aleph, says, that since Trumas Umaisus Bismanazan Eretz Yisrael is not Menhatayra, so therefore Eretz Yisrael is downgraded now, it's similar to Chutzlaretz, even though Chutzlaretz, there is no Chiv, even the Rabbah, most places in Chutzlaretz, and Eretz Yisrael there is, but at least on the level of Deiraisa, Eretz Yisrael is downgraded to like Chutzlaretz. So too, he says, the Halacha, by the Halacha of Arla, even though we said that Arla is Menhatayra, and the Suffolk Arla, you have to be Machmer, because Arla's Menatayra and Eretz Yisrael, but that was only when the Kedusha was a uh, regular Kedusha, but the Kedusha existed. And the Chiv Chumas Amaisis was Menatayra. Since it was Manazel, the Chiv Chumas Amaisis Midrabonon. Therefore, Arla also gets downgraded. And since Arla is downgraded, the Halacha is that Arla in Eretz Yisrael was Manazel, is not as strict. And therefore, even though Arla is also, because Arla is also in Chutzlarets too, but if you have a Suffolk Arla in Eretz Yisrael, the Mishnah Melech says that you're allowed to be lenient, you're allowed to be makel, since the, since we're Slamich, we're, 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 we, 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 we say that the, the Eretz Yisrael doesn't have Kedusha Bizman Azeh, so therefore, Suffolk Arla in Eretz Yisrael is Mut. That is the opinion of the Mishnah Melech. So, Achrayim ask a kasha on the Mishnah Melech that the chayr of the Mishnah Melech is connected to Beferish Mishnah. The Mishnah says in Arlo, the very beginning of Meseches Arlo, the Mishnah says, "Eish Shabbat Avisein Ulaaretz." Says what happens? Klal Yisrael walked into Eretz Yisrael in the time of Yeshua ben Nun. They walked into Eretz Yisrael and they found a tree, and the tree had already grown, and there were there was fruit on the tree. Are they allowed to eat the fruit or not? And they found that the fruit had already grown on the tree. So, obviously, if it's more than three years old, it's not a problem. But let's say they know it's clear that it's less than three years old. So we say, if they found something, the tua potter. As soon as they walked into Eretz Yisrael, if they were prayed, if there was fruit there, they're allowed to eat it. However, not to, if they planted a tree after they walked into Eretz Yisrael, even before they conquered the Eretz Yisrael, So the mission says clearly that even though we know that regarding Chumasamaisris, other mitzatlis ba'aretz, you have to conquer Eretz Yisrael in order to give Eretz Yisrael Kedusha. Otherwise, there's no mitzvah of Chumas and Maisris. Nevertheless, Arlo is different. Mishnah says clearly that a tree that you planted in Eretz Yisrael, after Klai Yisrael went in, even though they did not finish conquering Eretz Yisrael, that tree is Chayv and Arlo. So how on earth could the Mishnah Lomel say that Bizman there's no Kedusha. Eretz Yisrael doesn't have Kedusha or Chumas and Maisris. So therefore, the Ardin Arlo is not Menatayr. It's not true. You see that Arla is different. Arla is not dependent on Kedusha. Arla is dependent on the, something else, depending on the, the Metzius, the fact that it's sitting in Eretz Yisrael. Chumus and depends on Kedusha, but Arla does not. So if Arla doesn't depend, then even Mizan Azad should, should be, it should be Menatayr. So the stipler 
in Zroim, Zrom Simin Chof Aleph, he brings down, he brings down, he brings his kasha, and he wants to answer that you see clearly from the Mishnah that before they, anything that grew before they went into Eretz Yisrael is fine. It says, when they went in and was already Notua, that's fine, that's not a problem. It must be that there was something, something changed after B'nai Yisrael stepped over the border and they went into Eretz Yisrael. So to a certain extent, there was some sort of Kedusha that started the minute that Klai Yisrael went into Eretz Yisrael, even if it wasn't Kibush, because they didn't finish conquering all of Eretz Yisrael, but there was a certain, a certain Kedusha, a certain degree of Kedusha that was affected as soon as B'nai Yisrael went in. So if that's the case, so the stipler, so as soon as they stepped foot into part of Eretz Yisrael, and they gave Eretz Yisrael that level of Kedusha, even though it's not the same level of Kedusha that's necessary for Trumas and Isis, but that level of Kedusha was enough to be Mikadosh Eretz Yisrael. And it wasn't just Mikadosh part of Eretz Yisrael. He says, it was Mikadosh all of Eretz Yisrael. And now the entire Eretz Yisrael has the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, B'negea, that it's Chayv and Arlo. So therefore, that Mishnah, when it's discussing what happened in the times of Yeshua bin Nun, in the times of Yeshua bin Nun, Eretz Yisrael had more of a Kedusha than it has even Bizman Azad, because Bizman Azad has no Kedusha. It doesn't have Kedusha enough, enough Kedusha for Trumas and Isis, and it doesn't have enough Kedusha even for Arlo. Even that Kedusha doesn't exist Bizman Azad. Now, in the times of Yeshua, even though it didn't have Kedusha for Trumas and Isis, but it still had enough Kedusha for Arlo. So if that's the case, says the stipler, so there's no cash on the Mishnah Lamel. The Mishnah says in the times of Yeshua, there was Kedusha because they, as soon as they stepped foot into Eretz Yisrael, they gave Eretz Yisrael the entire Eretz Yisrael Kedusha for our law. Therefore, there's an Isra of our law. It's not even our law. It's not as there. There's no Kedusha whatsoever. Since there's no Kedusha whatsoever, so therefore you don't even have our law. And that's why the Mishnah Malik can say that a Suffolk our law in Eretz Yisrael was not as there. So you see that the stipler, at least the, the way he's coming to understand the Mishnah Malik, the stipler understands like the way we explained in Rashi. That the way you're Mekadosh Eretz Yisrael is by doing a Kedusha, doing some sort of action to part of Eretz Yisrael, that automatically is Mekadosh the entire Eretz Yisrael. So this is the, 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 the this understanding of the stipler regarding a different level of Kedusha is true, but you, but you, this is not, this is Mamish the, the, the Yisoid that we wanted, the way we want to explain Rashi, that the Yisoid of the, of the Kedusha's idea, Kedusha of some of it, it's Mekadosh the entire area. So therefore, Therefore, that's why we understand that there's a halacha that, that even, that Bismana said, you could be makel on Eretz Yisrael. Masha'engin, if I hold like the Rambam, the way we explain the Rambam, the Rambam says that the Kiddush in Eretz Yisrael has to be done specifically to each and every area of Eretz Yisrael. So if that's the case, you can't say such a thing. You can't say that the Ramekadish part of Eretz Yisrael, Mamela, the whole thing is Niskadish. Part, part of Eretz Yisrael, only that part's Niskadish. The rest is obviously not Niskadish. And the truth is that there are those who say in the Rambam, the Archashulchan writes in Yeridez and Rish Sadik Dal Yud, he says that the Rambam holds, he says Masha from the words of the Rambam, that the Rambam himself disagrees with the Mishnah Malach. And the Rambam himself holds that Arlub is Manazeh and Eretz Yisrael, just as their ice as it was in the times of the Wizkidusha, in the times of, the, in the times of uh, Chazal. And therefore, a Suffolk Arl in Eretz Yisrael, you have to be Machmer, you can't be Makal on a Suffolk Arl. So it comes that the Rambam's Lishitosli. The Rambam can't l- explain the Gemara, he can't explain the Mishnah like the way the stipler understood it, because the Kedusha on Miktas Eretzol is not Mikadosh entire Eretzol, even for Arla. Therefore, he has to learn, that you see from the Mishnah, that you don't need Kedusha at all. 
you, you, that this an Isra Arlo is not dependent at all on Kedusha. Therefore, Yehudim Izmanazeh, the Isra of Arlo is not dependent on Kedusha, and that's why we see that the Isra of Arlo is completely Minatoiro, even Bizmanazeh. The Base Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultations, Service, Educational Seminars, or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Base Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.